Hey there, I'm Cam. Welcome to the Brenda Podcast. I'm so excited to get into today's topic. It really is just a pep talk from me to you all about just planning for the rest of 2021. How do we get to the end? We are so close. We're already in the last quarter of the year and we're getting so close to the end of the year, December 31st, and about to get into a new year. And so how are we going to get through the rest of this year? How are we going to plan well for 2022? which by the way, I have another episode coming out very soon on how to do that strategically for your business. But today is all about a pep talk, talking into you, talking you up, um, trying to get you ready for the rest of the year. We have so much coming with the holidays and events coming up, uh, back again, even more in full swing than they were in the spring and summer. And so I'm excited to get into today's topic. Thanks for joining me today. As a reminder, if you love this podcast, if you come here every single week and you love just listening to new insights in our team and interviews with other people, if you love it, will you please go to Apple Podcasts and go to write a review and send us a nice little review that helps other people like you find this podcast. And so it's fun to hear those and see those and uh, really be encouraged that more people are listening in. Um, We have people listening in from all over the country, all over the world. And it's just a joy, just honestly a pure joy for me to be able to talk to you in this format. And really the only response that we get is through reviews. And so if you would go to Apple Podcasts, write a nice review what you love about the episodes, what you love about our team, and maybe some topics that you want to hear about. We'd love that. Hey there, you're listening to The Render Podcast, a podcast for creatives. I'm Cam, a visionary leader who has failed and thrived through small business leadership. After being in the events industry since 2010 and working with brands such as Nike, the Dallas Cowboys, and the Create and Cultivate, I became wildly passionate about education for small businesses. I teach others how to work with their dream clients, the mistakes I've made along the way. I hope you leave here refreshed, engaged, and ready to take on your company, making the next right decision. All right, let's get into today's episode. So like I mentioned, we are already in quarter four of 2021. I can't believe we're already here. Gosh, if you are anything like me, you may have already set up your holiday decor. Maybe you've set up your uh, winter or fall decor. I know for sure for me, I've got my fall decor up. I'm actually at my house right now recording this. And if you're watching this on YouTube, you can see my little pumpkin right here. Um, It just brings me so much joy. I typically have a fall candle Uh, going on somewhere in my house, and it's just one of my favorite times of the year. If you're also listening to this on the uh, week that it's being aired, you also know that the baseball playoffs are happening right now, and my beloved Red Sox, I do not know yet, they play on Tuesday, which would have been yesterday if you're listening to this on the day it comes out, are playing. It's a fun time of year, right? With that comes lots of events, lots of holiday events, lots of weddings, lots of corporate events that are coming back. Um, if you are in a, a area of the world that's nice weather during the fall time, you typically see an increase in events. So here in Dallas, Texas, we have, gosh, October is easily our busiest month of the entire year. I mean, like spring, summer, fall, winter, October is our busiest year, and we are definitely feeling that uh, coming up in the next few weeks and all month long. And so 
as we are getting excited for that, events are happening. They really are. And if they're not happening on a large scale where you're at, they're at least happening on a small scale. People have missed being with people, right? I know that I've missed being at big events. In fact, a couple of weeks ago, I got to go to a concert here in DFW and it was so, so fun. And I mentioned to the person that I went with, I said, you know what? I haven't been to a concert since before the pandemic started, right? I mean, like literally a year and a half. And by the way, concerts are one of my very favorite things to do. And I had not gone to one in a year and a half, almost two years. And it was just so fun to be with people again. Well, with that came events. And so um, unfortunately, we didn't get to work with the artist that uh, was doing their concert there. However, we do lots of concerts and we do uh, rentals and things for those. And so with that also comes conferences and weddings and various events throughout um, your area. And so I would be so excited, and I am so excited that events are happening again. They may not be on the same scale as they were back in 2019 and 2018 and so on and so forth, but they are back again. And if you have heard or seen on social media, I know that we had a huge outage on Monday with social media. Um, But with that, if you've seen or if you've had any really interaction with anyone in the events industry, you'll also know that going into 2022, we're expected to have 2.5 million weddings that happen next year. 2.5 million. I mean, think about that for a second. 2.5 million weddings. That means like so many freaking weddings. And I think the stat also says it's more weddings in a year since 1984, which may have been when they started um, actually keeping tabs on that. I'm not sure. But regardless to say, so many events. And that's just weddings. That That is not talking about conferences and corporate events and all the other things. As someone who um, does a ton of corporate events, we also know that a lot of our corporations that use us for events, they are not going back to the office anytime soon. Some of them have extended it to all of next year. Some of it has extended to uh, January or second quarter of next year. But wherever your corporate clients are at on the spectrum of working from home or working in an office, a lot of them are moving to that work home environment which means that they are not having that interaction with their other customers or with their other coworkers and with their leadership teams and with everyone that you typically would have in an office setting. So what that means is that instead of paying lots of utilities, instead of paying all of those things for an office, they're going to be increasing their events budgets and increasing their really design concepts and interactive uh, concepts for their events to really pour into their employees and really uh, pour into their communities. And so um, that's exciting for the events industry because that means we get to capitalize on that. We get to uh, be excited and come up with designs and come up with interactive things for these people who are hosting corporate events. And so um, all that to say, 2022 is going to be crazy. Y'all, we've been in this pandemic for, it feels like a million years, but at least a year and a half at this point in time. And so we have more knowledge. We know more. We're doing more. We're doing better, um, all of us collectively throughout the world. And so with that means events are going to come back. And I know that we all were hoping that 2021 was going to be that year, right? We were right there with you. We were expecting 2021 to be a crazy knockout year. Um, being so high in events, we expected 2020 to be that, but clearly 
the world had other plans. And so 2022, 2023, 2024, going forward, are going to be crazy years for the events industry. It just is, especially knowing that the corporate offices may not be going back into person. And so um, in weddings that were rescheduled and people that uh, got to know other people during um, the pandemic, during the quarantine and such, um, that are getting married, there's so many opportunities for events coming up. And people are more apt to go to an event nowadays than they may have been in 2019 because there's just been this, you know, when you go a certain amount of time without having something or going somewhere or doing something, the more you long for it, right? The longer I went without going to a concert, the more I wanted to go to a concert. The longer you go out, go without um, drinking soda, the more you want soda. The more you go without eating sugars, the more you want sugar, Right. And so the same thing is with events. The more that you don't go to events, the more that you want to go to events. The more that you don't see your friends is the more that you want to see your friends. And so we are excited for that to happen in the coming year. And like I mentioned earlier, I'm going to have an episode coming out in November, just in about a month or so from now. And that is all about how do you plan for the next year? I'm going to take you through our strategies. I'm going to take you through um, kind of how we plan for the next year. And um, certainly we planned 2020 to be much different than it was. We also did the same thing with 2021. But now that we've been through what we've been through, we know to have plans A, B, C, and D, and sometimes even E as well, to make sure that we have a plan even when our first plan doesn't go through, right? We can't just make a plan and say, this is how we're doing it. And no matter what, we're going to do it this way or no way. We have to be adaptable to what's going on around us. And I was mentioning today earlier at our team meeting, you know, it feels like 2021 has just been this roller coaster of emotion, this roller coaster of um, are events happening or are they not happening? Are people getting a vaccine or are they not getting a vaccine? Is the pandemic still as bad as it was in 2020 or is it not as bad as it was in 2020? Is there a Delta variant and another variant? I mean, there's so many different things that we've had to experience in 2021 that we didn't experience in 2020. And this kind of longing of back and forth and it kind of feeling like, you know, we want this one thing, but we can't have this one thing and just kind of going back and forth. And so with that brings a lot of clarity, with that brings a lot of opportunity for the next year. And so I'm excited for us all to really get a hold of that in 2020. Two, it's going to be weird seeing 2022 I feel like it's a tongue twister already, and we're not even in the year yet, Um, but really, it's going to be an exciting year. Something that I want you to focus on um, as a person in general, and especially as maybe the CEO of your business or owner of your business or leader of your business, I really want you to make sure that you pay attention to you as well during this next quarter. The last couple of years, us as business leaders, business owners, CEOs, leadership teams, sales teams, whoever you are in whatever title that you put yourself under on your business, you've been through a lot. You've been through a lot, right? 2020, 2021, we've been through so much stuff. We've been through so many heartaches and uh, tears and laughter and anger and confusion and stress in all the things, we have felt them all. I feel like if there was a list of feelings and a list of emotions, 
that were even available to have, we've probably all experienced them within the last year and a half. And some emotions we maybe experience a little bit more than others. With that, I want you to take a minute or a day or some amount of time that's realistic and able to happen for you. I want you to focus on yourself. I want you to take some time and unplug. You know, on Monday when all of social media shut down, that would have been a great opportunity, but we didn't know social media was going to shut down on Monday. I want you to take some time for yourself. Take a long weekend. Take a whole week. Take a couple days. Take a couple hours. I don't care what it is. And before you take this time to yourself, I want you to do one of my favorite things to do, and it is creating a joy list. Creating a list of the things that bring you pure, awesome, non-confronting, non-judgmental things that bring you joy. And what does that mean? That means um, it can be as small or as big as you want. I have about 18 things on my joy list, and I encourage you to have at least 10 things on your joy list. And like I said, these can be big, small. They can cost you money or they cannot cost you money. Some examples of what's on my joy list is I love a good coffee from an actual coffee shop. Yeah, yeah, I know that some of you are Starbucks lovers, and I don't mind a Starbucks here and there, right? Especially their pumpkin cold cream cold brew is delicious right now, and their pumpkin spice latte, of course. But I love a good coffee shop coffee from one of my favorite coffee shops. I love 151 Coffee, Summer Moon Coffee. These are all local to DFW. So if you're listening in, not in DFW, I'm so sorry. You're going to have to come here to get my favorite coffee shop. But regardless, you probably have a favorite coffee shop in your town. You might have the same thing on your joy list. That's one thing on my joy list. Another thing on my joy list is a good long hot bath with some bath salts or oils or something. I love a good long bath. It's one of my favorite things. Um, I love a massage, like a good massage. Sometimes I'm a massage envy, but I love a good, nice massage. It's one of my favorite things as well. Um, I also love driving in my car with all the windows down and blaring some of my favorite music. Depends on my mood. I have a few different playlists on my Spotify playlist that I like to play. Um, but that's one of my favorite things as well. It brings me a lot of joy to drive with my windows down and my hair up in a bun and just blaring out to some of my favorite music. Of course, when my kids are not in the car, because otherwise it might hurt their ears. In fact, it probably hurts my ears too in the long term, but it brings me joy. And so sometimes I like to do that. I, it's bad for me, but I love going to a tanning salon and just like sitting in the heat for, you know, eight or 10 minutes. That's something that's on my joy list. I love reading a nice book with a coffee in my hand on my patio, curled up with a warm blanket on a cool morning. I love my early mornings. I love to get up at 5 a.m. and sit on my patio and drink a hot coffee in a blanket. Or I love to just sit and be quiet and listen to worship music or something like that in the mornings. Um, I also love a good workout. Man, do I love a good workout. I love to challenge my body go for a run, lift some really heavy weights. It's one of my favorite things as well. Brings me lots of joy. So those are some examples that are on my list, but those are on my list. You are welcome to steal some of those. Um, I think they're pretty great, obviously, but I encourage you to create a joy list that you can come and you can pull from anytime, any place. And you can say, hey, I've got 15 minutes. I'm going to go to a local coffee shop or I've got 
two hours of my time. I'm going to have some quiet time. I'm going to go to the gym. Whatever it is on your joy list, I want you to create that and then schedule out some time over the next few months and do those things. Actually spend some time with yourself. Actually give yourself um, the joy and the time that you need because you've been serving everyone else for the last year and a half and you need to find some time for yourself. Hey, Rental Pro friends. We are so excited to tell you guys about our free rental masterclass that's happening right now. Um, Cam's going to be teaching on how to build a seven-figure event rental business, and there's only a few spots left in today's classes. So if you're listening on Wednesday, we've got a class at 1.30 p.m. Central Standard Time and 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. And we are so excited for you guys to hear all of this amazing information that Cam's going to be giving. Also with our masterclass comes the launch of Rental Biz Academy, and we are so excited about this. Rental Biz Academy is going to be your go-to resource, whether you're in the discovery stage or full-fledged in your rental business. It's for creating and elaborating your company's brand and marketing, determining how to increase your profit margins, analyzing your client processes and experience, all while fostering your growth as a business leader. So get the course for as low as $99 a month for a limited time only. And you can head to the link in our show notes to purchase the course or sign up for our free rental masterclass. So that's the first thing that I'm going to encourage you to do in the last, you know, 90 or so days of the year. I'm also going to ask you to enjoy your holidays. Some of you may be like former me, which was that I worked all the time. I worked on the holidays. Um, There was one holiday in particular, Christmas Eve, a few years ago, where I decided to do an engagement session and have some rentals for an engagement session. They were getting engaged on uh, Christmas Eve. But when I booked it, I thought, oh, no big deal. It's just Christmas Eve, not a big deal. Well, little did I remember is that my mom has these very traditional things that we like to do on Christmas Eve as a family. And I missed out on those. I also had two kids at the time. My daughter was, I think, one at the time. And my son was probably three or four. And I missed out on that time and memories and traditions and all of that. And so I'm going to encourage you, while it might sound really great to be paid on a holiday, that you actually say no to those things and you enjoy your holidays with your family and your friends. Yeah. I said it. I said no to accepting events in 2021 when we are all wanting events to accept. We're all wanting the business. But I also want you to enjoy your holidays this year. Don't work on the holidays like I did a few years ago. And don't be so money hungry that you miss out on moments with your family and with your friends, especially if you have kids and especially if you have a partner in life. Why don't you enjoy that time with that person and with those people? in your lives. So say no to your holiday events. Unless, of course, you're going to be out of town and you're wanting to celebrate another time because of other reasons, not because of business. But I want you to enjoy the holidays to its fullest. So those are two things that I'm going to encourage you to do. I'm also going to encourage you to get your books straight, to get all your finances and all the numbers ready to go before the end of the year. I know a lot of us In years past and in current years, a lot of us listening to this podcast right now wait until January 1st to review all of 2021 um, or whatever the year is before then to review all those expenses and all those payments at that time. 
that's really stressful at the beginning of the year because you want to have a fresh start to the start of the year and you want to go into the next year with a clear mind and you want to have a plan for that. Well, if we're focusing on the year prior, it's hard for us to move past that. So I encourage you to start looking at your books now because you have 12 months of expenses and revenue to look at. So go back starting now instead of waiting till December or January or even February to look at that. All right, those are some of my few tips for you for ending 2021 on a good note, both physically for yourself, but also mentally and for your business as well. I hope this has been a really encouraging podcast episode for you to listen to, and we're excited to see you next week when we're talking with Kaylee all about how to raise prices, set prices, and what you need to buy and what you need to let go of in your business. All right, friends, we'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of The Render Podcast. Bye, guys.